ഇന്നുറമുറിസ്കബിദ്ദംബിയുസിബോക്കമാലാലിസ്സലാത്തുസ്സലാം ഹിറബിലമ respected elders and brothers some of the pious people of the past on a daily basis they would make shukr to allah subhanahu wa taala for four favors the first ni'mat that they would make shukr for was iman allah subhanahu wa taala blessed us with iman that is the greatest ni'mat and favor The second ni'mat was being from the ummah of Nabi Karim sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala without any application Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blessed us with this great honor of being from the ummah of Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam. The third ni'mat was Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala concealed our faults and our weaknesses and our sins. It's a very great ni'mat that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not expose our sins to anyone in the bani israel there were instances where a person committed a sin at night and in the morning on the entrance of his door or of his home it was written that so and so committed this sin and the fourth ni'mat which we wish to expound on is allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has kept the rosy in his control Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not put it in any human's hand. This is not in the control of any human being. Rosy sustenance is something that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has got it entirely in his control. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will distribute the sustenance. Allahu yabsutu rizqa limay yasha'u wa yaqdir. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will expand the sustenance for whomsoever he wishes. and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will constrain it allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make it narrow and less for whom so ever he wishes 
Now this is a very great ni'mat and a favor of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If insan just has to ponder over this aspect of risk and rosy and sustenance, he will understand the greatness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He will get the marifat and recognition of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. How Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala provides sustenance for the entire creation, countless amounts of creation, so many different species of creation, every single species of creation, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is conveying that sustenance to that. This is not a coincidence. It's not something that is just happening per chance. This is the divine system of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In the time of Hazrat Sulaiman alayhi salam, Hazrat Sulaiman alayhi salam had noticed, you know, these ants always gathering food, collecting food, and storing that food away. So Hazrat Sulaiman alayhi salam spoke to one ant. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blessed him with that knowledge. He could even speak to the animals, the insects, the creatures, the birds. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asked the ant, how much does one ant eat for the entire year? So he told him, three grains of wheat. For the whole year, it eats three grains of wheat. So just to test it now, whether it's speaking the truth, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told him, get a bottle, and he put the ant inside, and he put three grains of wheat and he left it inside they closed it up I'll see after one year now what's the story one year later he opens up the bottle he sees only one and a half grain it had eaten one and a half grain is still left so Surah asked the ant but you told me the ant eats three grains per year so the ant told him see what I told you was true but you are a very busy man so I was worried when you put me in this bottle, you may forget about me. And if you forgot about me, then I'm going to be in a problem. So that's why I was just, you know, eating very little, just little bare minimum what I just need to survive. I ate that. So that's why I only ate one and a half grain. What I'm showing you is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, look at how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is feeding the entire creation. If you look at these blue whales, one whale per day eats a few tons of food. Few tons. Up to six tons. Six thousand cages. One whale is eating. How many thousands of those whales in the ocean? How is that thing surviving? Where is that food coming from? Look at the divine system of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The more you ponder over the system of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the more you recognize Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the more you worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the more you become loyal to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has kept the sustenance in His control, then will it be intelligent and sensible for a person to work so hard to get sustenance, but then break the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Then disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now you want the sustenance. You're desperately looking for the sustenance. You're going through some difficulty, you're going through some hardship. We all know what is the condition now globally. People are going through difficult times. And that Allah who is distributing it, you're disobeying Him. 
but you're chasing after it, but who got it in his control? Allah Ta'ala says, whatever you want, the treasures are by us. What are you looking for in your life? You want happiness, you want peace, you want good health. What do you want? We got it. Yes, this dunya, you make a little bit of effort. This is the dunya. We know you have to make an effort. I'm not saying don't make an effort. But the effort has to be with moderation. But who your trust has to be upon? Your trust has to be upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There's a hadith in Qudsi. Where the Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that, Ya ibadi kullukum ja'i'um illa man at'amtu. Oh my servants, all of you are hungry. All of you do not have sustenance. Except the one who I provide sustenance to him. Fastat imuni ut imkum. You ask me for sustenance. You turn towards me. You turn your heart towards me. Ask from me. Ut imkum. I will provide for you. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's treasures have got no shortages. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's treasures are overflowing. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not stingy. Allah can bless you. But the condition is, you turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But remember in this dunya, there's always two types of problems. One is a problem that just came to you without any of your negligence. A person is just going through some difficulty, some mishap happened, some robbery, some catastrophe, some calamity. Now he's going through some difficulty. This was not something within his control. He could have not stopped this. And one is a problem that is self-inflicted. So there's two types of problems. Even in sicknesses, remember this. Very few doctors will tell you this. There's some sicknesses that are self-inflicted because of your lifestyle. The way you are living. You choose to live an unhealthy lifestyle. You have got no exercise. You are lazy. Your diet is pathetic. You have got very high stress levels. Chasing after the world for no real reason. Allah gave you enough. But you're just stressing yourself more and more. And that is affecting your health negatively. All the hakims in the world and all the doctors in the world, they can't sort that problem out. That problem you have to sort out yourself. That problem you need to put right yourself. You need to change your lifestyle. Now you can make dua. Over and over again, you can cry and make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but why things are not coming right? But you need to put yourself right. Similarly, when it comes to financial problems, you get many financial problems that are self-inflicted. Now this person wants to live in a certain bracket of people. He's seen a certain class of people, certain bracket of people. I have to live that high-flying lifestyle. I have to drive that expensive car, so whether I can afford it, whether I cannot afford it, whether I have to take an interest-bearing loan, whatever it is, I have to drive that car because all my friends are driving that car. My family members are driving that car. Now the man puts himself into difficulty. Now he's putting himself into hardship. Now I have to go for that type of a holiday. We're just coming to the end of the holiday period. And now people are going to different destinations. And what people will say, I didn't go anywhere. My wife is putting pressure on me. My children are putting pressure on me. You have to go for this type of a holiday. Then only we can be in that bracket of people. Then we can 
be people that you know we can as though socialize with that type of people we can also show them what we did so we are living our lives now to show people unfortunately that's the lives that we live we live lives to the standard of other people now you're putting yourself into difficulty so now there's no one else to blame but your own self you need to downgrade you need to downgrade you need to make your life simple live within your budget live within your means nabi akram sallallahu alaihi wasallam taught us contentment he taught his ummah be content live lives of contentment be happy with what allah blessed you with nabi akram sallallahu alaihi wasallam had given us a very very important guideline and inshallah if we live by this guideline there will be no reason for us to have this greed and we will always be contentment and always make shukr where nabi akram sallallahu alaihi wasallam mentioned unzuru ila man huwa asfalu minkum wala tanzuru ila man huwa fawqakum look at people who are lower than you lower standing people that are below you they not so well off as you are look at them why because when you look at them you will thank allah for the favors that you have and they don't have all the favors you are enjoying and they don't enjoy you will thank allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you'll be making shukr to allah so allah ta'ala look at that man he's got no place to sleep how many people you see them now on the roads late at night just pull out their blankets one corner of the road somewhere he got some shelter put his blanket down and he says don't we see this don't we see people digging in the bins to take out food don't we see that the same food we throwing away we are throwing that same food away those people are going to the bins they are pulling out that those containers they taking the food and they eating that food look at those types of people and thank allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allah taala you didn't put me in that situation i've got a shelter over my head i've got food to eat i'm happy i've got my family around me i'm sleeping with my children near to me where this man is where his family is where his children are what family life he has look at people that are lower than you wala tanzuru ila man huwa fawqakum don't look at those who are above you why because if you look at those who are above you what will happen then you'll aspire to get there and then you will be ungrateful to the ni'mats and favors of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so when we speaking about financial problems people going through financial constraints people not having that they feeling that sustenance is not coming in that blockages are there then you have to see whether it is self inflicted if it is self inflicted then you need to downsize now you need to downgrade now you need to remedy that problem now inshallah you remedy that problem then allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's barakah is going to come then allah's help is going to come but don't be foolish imagine you got a bucket the bucket has got holes and you're trying to fill the bucket so you go to all the sheikhs in the dunya and you get how many wazifas you want to get and how many tawizas you want to get and then you say but this bucket is not getting filled it's obvious it's not going to get filled because there's holes in the bucket plug the leaks and fill the bucket you need to look for those holes in your life what are you where are you wasting that money look at that extravagance where you throwing that money away why do you have to live that type of a lifestyle if you cannot afford it learn to differentiate between necessities and luxuries what is a necessity and what is a luxury the necessity is the necessity you have to fulfill the necessity but the luxury you need to curb down on the luxury you got to see what you can afford what is within your budget so this rozi allah subhanahu wa taala will not deprive anyone allah subhanahu wa taala will convey that rozi if allah taala 
is conveying it to the creatures. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is conveying it to the animals. You think Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to forget a mu'min, a servant is mu'min banda. You are reading namaz. You are making sajda to Allah. You are making dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Remember through ibadat, through namaz, through tilawat, through amal, through zikr, you will get barakat. What is the solution to the financial problems globally? What is the solution? One is kathrat. One is you looking for more money. You know, I'm getting so much money in a month. If I can make few more thousand, you know, I'll be sorted out. But kathrat is not the only solution. The main solution is barakat. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala must give you barakat and blessings. And if you've got barakat, I remember with barakat, ulama explained, there's three different forms of barakat. One form is, Allah ta'ala gives you more. So you need so much, Allah ta'ala made the arrangements for you, He gave you that large amount of money. So whatever amount you felt you needed, Allah ta'ala gave that, gave that amount to you. That's one form of barakat that will come. The other form of barakat is that, you'll get the same amount that you're getting. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will allow you with that small amount of money to fulfill all your needs, all your necessities, all your needs. You will live a comfortable and a peaceful life. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will bless you with that. The third form of barakat is maybe nothing will come your way. But then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make arrangements from unseen sources. Remember the ghayb. Don't forget the treasures of Allah. The treasures of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you cannot see it. Your gaze always must be on Allah's treasures. Don't put your gaze on any human being, no. Don't put your gaze on this dunya. Put your gaze on the treasures of Allah. Allah's treasures are overflowing. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is providing from the beginning of creation. How Allah is providing for the birds. How Allah is providing for the fish. How Allah is providing for the ants. Allah is providing for every creation. Put your mind, put your hopes on the treasures of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So now the third form of barakah is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will fulfill all your needs from His divine treasures. How Allah ta'ala will do that? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows. How Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make that arrangement? Allah will make that arrangement for it. It will happen. How it will happen? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make it happen. Me and you cannot understand everything. You know, sometimes you start using your mind. A lot of things are beyond our understanding, beyond our comprehension. But trust Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, even though you don't know what is the plan of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this barakah is what we need in our lives. And how are you going to get this barakah? That's a very big question. We need barakah, we need blessings. But how are you going to get it? You're not going to get barakah by putting big screens in your home. Remember that. You're not going to get barakah by buying more devices and buying more cell phones and more gadgets and more technology and upgrading your cars and what have you. Barakah will come with amal. Barakah will come with iman. Barakah will come with taqwa. When you inculcate taqwa in your life, you got the fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You got the consciousness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You got the awareness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is opening up the doors for you. Kitabun anzalnahu ilayka mubarak. The Quran Sharif is filled with barakat. The more you read Quran, the more you draw barakah, the more you draw blessings. Now you started to read the Quran Sharif. 
every night you're reading your suratul waqiyah you know suratul waqiyah you read it at night inshallah you will not suffer with poverty allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will always fulfill your needs you're reading your surah yasin in the morning to fulfill all your needs you're reading your four rakats of ishraq namaz or chash namaz and allah ta'ala is promising you akfika akhirahu Till the end of this day, I will suffice for your needs. Read that four akats in the morning, and I will suffice for your needs. You're making the zikr of Allah. You know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's name. Allah's name will only bring about happiness. It will bring about peace. It will bring about contentment. It will bring about barakah and blessings. Allah's name. How much are you taking Allah's name? Is your home echoing with the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Is your home reverberating with the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Is the sounds of tilawat coming from your home? How much of Quran Sharif is being recited in that house? Now you want barakah? You need to follow the procedure. Anything in life you want, you understand you have to follow the procedure. Why here yeah, you don't want to follow the procedure? Why here yeah, you want some magic to happen? You want someone just to pass a magic wand and things just to change? No, there's a procedure. You follow the procedure, you will reach your goal. You will reach the end. But this is now Allah Ta'ala is informing you. Nabiya Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi is informing you. This is the way for you to go. This is the route for you to take. This is going to now preserve, protect your dunya, your deen, your akhirat. Hazrat Nuh alayhi salam, he had given his son two advices. He advised him to read two things. One is he told him to recite a lot of La ilaha illallah. Remember in this day and time, we need to read a lot of La ilaha illallah. Constantly, that iman of ours, we need to constantly reflect Refreshing that iman, we have to renew that iman. La ilaha illallah. Read it with that meaning. There's no power, no might, no deity, no one worthy of worship, no provider, no sustainer. Besides Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is in control of everything. Life, death, respect, honor, sickness, shifa, everything is in Allah's hands. La ilaha illallah. Read it with that frame of mind. And then he told him, read a lot of subhanallah wa bihamdi. And he told him that, فَإِنَّهَا صَلَاةُ الْخَلْقِ Remember, this is the zikr that the entire creation makes. The entire creation makes this zikr. فَإِنَّهَا صَلَاةُ الْخَلْقِ وَإِن مِّن شَيْءٍ إِلَّا يُسَبِّحُ بِحَمْدِ Allah Ta'ala says there's nothing except that it glorifies Allah with His praises. وَبِهَا يُرْزَقُ الْخَلْقِ And it is through this zikr that the entire creation gets their sustenance. The entire creation gets this sustenance by reciting Subhanallah wa bihamdi. So we need to start reciting all these duas, reciting all these different zikrs, the tilawat, namaz has to be part and parcel of our lives. You know, every day when you make wudu, if you're reading all your namazes five times a day, or few times a day you are making wudu. Allahumma gfir li dhambi, wa wasi' li fi dari, wa barik li fi rizki. That dua, you'll find it in the wuzu khana. You'll find the boards there with the dua. How many people are reading it? Every day you're making wudu. You're reading that dua. وَبَارِكْ لِي فِي رِسْكِي Allah Ta'ala, you give me barakah. You give me blessings in my sustenance. Is Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala is going to accept that dua. Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala is going to give you that barakah. You're also asking for forgiveness. You're also asking for expansion. وَوَسِّئْ لِي فِي دَارِي Make my home. Why make it spacious, make it comfortable. 
You know, if you've got a comfortable home, you won't need to go for so many holidays. You won't need to go for holidays because you are comfortable within your home. You will get the best holiday in your own home, sleeping on your own bed, with your own toilet and bathroom, with your own home food. You will get the best holiday. You won't have to go for so many holidays now. Why? Because you have got that comfort within your home. So this is the dua. We need to start reading all these duas. We need to make these positive changes within our lives because only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows what the future holds. Only Allah knows. We can see a decline now. We can see things are becoming difficult. Things are becoming tight. Businessmen are complaining how far this goes. How much more the decline is. The last thing you want to do is to take more burdens on your head now. Now you're taking loans. Now you have to buy that big car. So you have to go take the interest bearing loan. And then you are like enslaved to the bank. Then you're having sleepless nights. Then come the end of the month, you're worried whether you're going to be able to meet your commitments. You're not going to be able to meet your commitments. Let us change this lifestyle of ours now. Let us come to the sunnah of Rasulullah Let us come back to deen. Let us come back to the masjid. Let us come back to Allah. Let us turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Let us sit in the halqas and the programs of talim. Let us sit in the bayans that are taking place in the masajid. Let us come for the shab guzari and listen to the bayans and refresh in our iman. Let us now become closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The more you get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the more Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will remove your difficulties. Allah will solve your problems. You become Allah's. Allah becomes yours. You become Allah's. Allah is watching your loyalty. How loyal is the servant to me? Everything else is his priority. He got time for everything else. How much of time he got for my deen? Allah ta'ala is watching you. He is watching you. You are negligent. You don't know. Oh, if that's the way he treats me, that's the way he treats my deen. You know, my deen is just like a sideline. By the way, if I do it, I do it. I don't do it. My priority is my business. My priority is my entertainment. My priority is my sports in life. Then Allah Ta'ala will treat you like that also. When you make Allah the priority in, in your life, Allah Ta'ala then makes the systems of this world work in favor for you. And nothing is difficult for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So respected friends, let us turn back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As we mentioned, sustenance is in the control of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is something we, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will bless to us. But we have to turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We have to follow the right procedure. Remove all sins. Remember the hadith that are recited in the khutbah. We'll just conclude with this hadith. Wherein Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned, Inna rajula la yuhramu rizqa bidhambi yusibu. That sometimes a person is deprived of his sustenance because of sins that he's perpetrating. So all the sins, all this dirt, all this filth, let us get it out of our system. Let us get it out of our homes. Let us get it out of our lives. Let us bring the zikr of Allah, the tilawat of the Quran, namaz and ibadat, and definitely Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's aid and Allah's assistance will come to us. May Allah grant us the true understanding.